He was in the studio just last week, but I brought him back in again. His name's Jeff Thomas. He's the president of Raleigh Retro Gamers. You guys just had your summer expo. How did it go? Uh, Nate, it went uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, you know, whenever you're doing live events, you never really know what's going to happen, but uh, we had uh, so much go right for this event, and we're just elated by it. I saw, unfortunately I wasn't able to go because I was working, but I saw that Nintendo showed up. That For, for people who may not un- totally understand the, the gravity of that, that's a pretty big deal. For us gamers, it's like, you know, Michael Jordan walking through the door. You know, it's it's a big deal. Nintendo uh, surprised me at one of our events back in April. They came in and they were asking for, you know, who was putting the, putting the event on. And um, I was like, well, you found the right person. And um, they said, well, look, we want to be a part of what you're doing. Uh, we really like what we're seeing. And they uh, they came out and surprised us. They would only go to a very legitimate expo, right? One that they know people are going to be at just because they're, they're not going to waste their time. So I think that's a testament, too, to the Raleigh community, that there's a lot of us, a lot of you guys, who are going to come out for an expo about retro gaming. Yeah, the response has been amazing. You know, Raleigh should be really proud of um, themselves for just the community and, uh, you know, the amount of recognition that we're getting in the gaming world you know, seeing everyone at the expo, young and old, just having a great time running around, uh, finding all their favorite geeky and nerdy things, all their favorite games, their systems. We had the free PlayStation set up. Nintendo was set up over there. They were showcasing some of the new games like Zelda um, on the uh, on the Nintendo Switch, as well as Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers. Classics. <laughs> Definitely. For those who did not hear our previous conversation last week, just give you an overview of the events that happened this past weekend. What was it all like? So our Summer Expo, we first did it last year at Moore Square, and we had a really good turnout. Um, so we were invited back. Uh, this year we had about 90 vendors, and they were selling everything from retro games to Pokemon and uh, board games and you know a lot of the, the nerdy stuff that people like. Uh, this year we also added live entertainment. We had bands, we had DJs, um, so people were dancing, having fun. Um, also, you know, checking out the vendor marketplace. We also had food trucks. So uh, some of the some of the most popular food trucks here in Raleigh were were on site as well. So people were able to you know have fun. They were able to uh, play games, find nerdy stuff, eat good food, and listen to good music. How much bigger was this than the first one you guys did? I'd say we went at least double, if not triple, the size of of last year. Uh, We had around 1,500 people last year, and we're still waiting for some of the numbers to come back, but I'm I'm pretty certain we were well over four or 5,000 people this time. That is not insignificant. (laughs) The the Raleigh community, the gaming community really showed out. Uh, One of the testaments to just how popular the gaming community is here in Raleigh, we had a vendor come from Ohio for this. Um, He came from Ohio to set up. We had people from uh, out of state. We had people from the triad area, Charlotte, uh, people coming down from the beach. It was just a a really fun time for everyone. And last week when we were talking, I feel like this is interesting. We we kind of touched on the fact that uh, COVID really brought a lot of this to the surface, really gained some momentum for retro gaming specifically. It really did. We've seen a, a huge spike in retro gamers, um, you know, coming out to the events. 
uh, just playing online as well. You know, there's a lot of other groups. There's national groups, and these groups just have really expanded uh, since the pandemic and with COVID. Uh, again, I feel like people were you know, stuck at home and, and found their old systems and got nostalgic. And nostalgia is a really big tool um, that uh, that we use to bring people out to the events because who doesn't want to see all the fun stuff that they had when they were a kid? Right. And we're finally getting to the point where gaming has been mainstream enough for a long enough time that we have a lot of these people who want retro. Because we've had for years baseball memorabilia, <laughs> classic cars, furniture, clothing, now we're getting the whole group of retro gamers who grew up with it and now want to look back on that stuff they grew up with. Absolutely. So uh, pop culture as, um, you know, N- Nintendo and, and Atari really uh, laid the, the, the groundwork for a lot of those early systems. And, you know, Nintendo really put a game system in every household. I believe um, by 1989, Nintendo said that it was uh, – there was a Nintendo in one out of every three households in the United States by by 1990. So it's um, you know it's definitely a pop culture thing that a lot of us grew up with, and it's something that we just love to see. Yeah, that certainly sounds. I didn't know that that stat mm-hmm. by 1990. That's very mainstream. One in three households in the U.S. They sold uh, roughly 70 million units of the Nintendo Entertainment System. So the NES, <laughs> the NES, yes, um, and then the Super Nintendo. You know, came right after it. It's one of those things. Whenever Nintendo releases something, there is uh, usually a shortage. There's a line around the block to get the new stuff. I remember that during COVID, we wanted my wife and I wanted to buy a Switch, and we could not find one for a very <laughs> long time. And then when we did find one, we were not in a financial place where it was smart, and we bought it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to have it, you have to have it, right? So, um, you know, and it's just one of those things, you know, and, and the new world that we live in, there's, uh, you know, marketplaces like Amazon and other places where people can pick this stuff up and then resell it. So that's also who you're competing with when you're going after those uh, new modern gaming systems. What's the next event you guys are doing? So the next one we got coming up is July 22nd. That's a Saturday. That's going to be at Heyday Brewing. Uh, that's right here in Raleigh. That's going to be a block party, so it'll be outside. We're going to have about 25 vendors for that. And, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to that event. We did one of those back in April. The weather did not cooperate with us for that one, so we had to scale it down. Everyone still had a really good time, but we're gonna we're hoping for the best uh, for weather-wise, and we know everyone will enjoy it. It's a roulette this time of year. (laughs) It really is. In North Carolina weather, you never know. Where can we find you online? So you can always go to RaleighRetroGamers.com. We are on all the major social media channels. Any announcements that we make as far as our shows or any upcoming events will always be posted there. His name is Jeff Thomas, president of Raleigh Retro Gamers. Thanks for being in the studio. Thanks for having me, Nick.